Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Yeah, I just looked right at Marquez getting out there. Pocket was collapsing a little bit, so I just retreated a little bit and just gave Marquez a chance with a high one. He ran under it. Aaron, on that plate, besides Marquez and your awareness, Corey getting the snap, I mean, is there a signal that you have or does, does he sense that you've got a free play? That's a secret, Mike. I can't tell you. That's a secret, Mike. Can't tell you, Michael. Mike Clemens joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show, 105.7 FM, 12.50 AM, and the radio.com app. Mike, that's why I love you. You got it. You got to shoot. Shooters shoot. And Aaron definitely uh, may have sent your DM to uh, to the ignore box. That was a good one, though. I liked it. Well, first of all, I can't think of a quarterback that uh, takes advantage of free plays. And I, I mean, Favre every once in a while. I, I don't remember Peyton being very good at that. I don't see Brady doing that. I don't. I can't remember about Joe Mont. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has practically invented that free play and getting everybody on his team on board and have a system that if somebody jumps, I'm going to get the ball snapped. And what I couldn't get over is when Von Miller jumped off on the right side and the ball comes back and you know Marquez Valdez-Scanling dashes 40 yards downfield, and he told us that was actually supposed to be a running play. So you know, at least the second-year kid in his third game of the season is smart enough to say, oh, this is free play, and he goes on a go route, and he takes, you know, he takes the inside route because that's where the path was, and Rodgers hits him on the right hash mark for a 40-yard touchdown. That's all beautiful, but how did Corey Lindsley see that? And then, well, you know what it is. If you play back that tape, you hear Rodgers go, 319, ha da 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 you know, and that's, that's his mm-hmm. signal. That's, that's his verbal signal to the center who's, you know, snapping shotgun through his legs like give me the ball now so you know that's learning i it was I, in right. hindsight it was kind of a dumbass question but well no but mike it's tough because in in a lot of respects tackles are taught once that guy steps over the line of scrimmage you move because then that immediately draws the flag that but once too. once you move that draws the whistle the right that draws the whistle and that's not what aaron wants that's not what you want i remember him talking a little bit too later on and saying that he's gotten a lot of those plays called blown dead in the last couple of years, and, and you're able to have that not blown dead because of that signal and, and the intelligence of Corey Lindsley under center. And quick reaction from your wide receiver to have a target like that. So, you know, seven points, man, makes a difference. Um, now, Rogers' hard count, he actually drew David Bakhtiari off uh, mm-hmm. on a false start, and I think the rookie left guard, Elton Jenkins, uh, jumped one, too, or he just lost track of the count. So, you know, that's, that's learning lessons as you... You know, get through the th- third week. But uh, Ryan Wood from the Green Bay Press Gazette, Harris, asked Aaron Rodgers an excellent question this afternoon at his locker. And of course, Rodgers talking about, yeah, we got to figure out a way to get Devontae Adams more than four targets in a game, and I got to do a better job. And yeah, I threw a lot of way, uh, a lot of balls just to be safe. But you know, it's like after they come out of the scripted plays in these games, 
things seemed to get a little muddy in the second half between him and LaFleur and adjustments that the defenses make. By the way, we never brought this up. Do you know who the defensive coordinator of the Broncos is right now? Ed Donatel. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mr. Fourth and 26, you know, when he was the defensive coordinator for the Packers, Vic Fangio brought him along from the Chicago Bears and made it his D.C. Uh, so I hate that guy. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Wood <laughs> asked uh, Rodgers today, you know, I just went over the tape. You're not rushing. You have a, a rush attempt on third down. Zero rushes after three games so far. Are you trying to stay more in the pocket? No, I'm just lulling them to sleep a little bit. It's <laughs> making them think I can't run anymore. I don't mind running. I love, you know, getting out of the pocket, extending plays when nothing's there. You know, but just I'd rather throw it first out of the pocket. You know, I'm, I'm looking for conversions with my arm instead of with my legs. But, but there'll be a time where I'll need to extend plays with my legs and uh, got to make it happen. Now that's interesting in the sense of, Mike, we had a question earlier today of does Aaron Rodgers need to be 2011-2014 MVP, you know, the vintage Aaron Rodgers for this team to get back to the Super Bowl, and a lot of it was, well, he needs to just be able to be available and play all 16 games at the level he is to keep you in games and be able to capitalize in the major moments that you have in a season to get to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean... You know, we've raised that question for five years through two broken collarbones, calf injuries, you know, that he was playing on one leg in an NFC championship game in Seattle uh, that they lost. Uh, You know, why don't you use the pocket more? Why don't you watch some Tom Brady tape? And since Brady had the torn ACL, he stands in the pocket for seven seconds and throws the ball. He's got unlimited pass protection. They run crossing routes if they do zone. They, They run jet routes if they get man. You know, why don't you do more like Brady? He seems to, to make it easy. But Rodgers likes to play like a basketball point guard. He was doing that in the OTAs in the spring, but now you get into these games, and he has stayed more in the pocket. And I think at some point, maybe LaFleur has got him to convert at somehow. The fact is saying, oh, look, our offense is under center and triple fakes. And if you keep running out to the numbers, trying to extend plays, A, you're going to get killed, and, and B, you're outside of the parameters of the play. Mike, it, the relationship between Matt LaFleur and Mike Pettin wasn't necessarily discussed when the interviews were going on, but it appears that Mike Pettin was a clear-cut choice for Matt LaFleur. Another thing, too, is that when Mark Murphy, the CEO, stands up there and tells the shareholders, yeah, our net profits for the year was $700,000, not $25 million. And, he, and then he starts reason, the reasons why. Well, cost of free agent players. Cost for severance and changing and coaching staff, uh, and they spent a lot of money on that. And and Mike McCarthy's getting nine million this year to stay home and you know look for his next job. So I, I'm I'm sure that it was kind of discussed. Like we kind of like you to keep Mike Pettin as defensive coordinator, but you know look what Pettin has done and look how the culture has changed. And after the game, I went to the Z- Zadaria Smith and Preston Smith about their performances and five sacks, and now they lead the league in turnovers with eight right now. And I said, not only after the big plays, but you guys are going to the fans and getting them involved. Mm-hmm. And Zadarius just just you know elected team captain after week one, after the, the win over the Bears. He said, I went to Matt LaFleur and said, Coach, we've got to come up with some video for third down for your scoreboard. So let us celebrate. And he said, go ahead. I don't know if Mike McCarthy would have allowed that. So you get the photo shoot, and you get the slip and slide, and it's getting the crowd into it. It's getting the team into it. It's a defense with a swagger with three wins under their belt and leading the league in turnovers. 
And so then you go to today, LaFleur was asked, you know, back in January when you were putting together your staff, what went into your decision to retain Mike Pedden as yeah. your defensive coordinator? Yeah, for me it was a, a really a no-brainer. Um, I've always respected Coach Pedden. You know, I've gone against his defenses in previous stops and present a lot of, you know, challenges for an offense that, that he's going to give you a lot of different looks. Um, I think it's an illusion of complexity a little bit uh, where it's it's a little bit easier for his guys, but it's harder on an offense. And then I thought just – I thought there was signs of, of really being able to progress in year two of a scheme. Now, granted, we got a, a lot of new faces on the defensive side of the ball, but also my brother had worked for him, Kyle Shanahan, who I'm, I'm really close with, had worked for him in Cleveland. And, you know, they they gave him both – two thumbs up in terms of the person, the character. And that's one area that I did not want to compromise on was the character of our coaches, and, and he checked out. So I, it was a no-brainer for me. And that's a reminder that Mike LaFleur is Matt's younger brother, and he was uh, on the staff of the Browns when Petten was there and with the Falcons. And right now he's Kyle Shanahan's uh, pass game coordinator for the 49ers. And that Kyle Shanahan game where, where you look at these three guys that are the leaders of this offense, right? Everybody wanted to look at Kyle Shanahan. His San Francisco 49ers are 3-0. and Sean McVay, his Los Angeles Rams are 3-0. and And your Green Bay Packers under Matt LaFleur are also 3-0. and Yeah, but of course, you know, in Green Bay right now, man, as, as we know, it's, it's defense and special teams and hoping that the mm-hmm. offense, you know, gets it together as the weeks go on. Mike, appreciate it, man. Thank you. You're always brought to you by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Visit PaysBig.com, gaming, dining, and shows, hotel, and spa. It's all happening at Hotel and Casino. Pottawatomie, where I'll be tonight at 6 for the Bill Michaels Huddle. Michael, appreciate it, man. Thank you, boys. That's Mike Clemens joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If, you look, if you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Got- How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.